Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to One for the Road, the podcast about running and the rest of your life. Today, we talk park runs, New York... Hackney, cycling, heat, <laughs> and 29 habits that we should be trying to break before we're 30 and pondering the looming thing that is 30. Hi, Lucy. Hello. How are you? You're I'm back. I'm back. Yay. Feels like it's been a long time since I've been on holiday already. No, it always fades quickly. Yes, it does way too quickly. But on the plus side, I'm going on the plane again on Friday. Oh my god, you are the jet set life right now. I just love a holiday. Fair, and always a running holiday. Yes, this is a running holiday on Friday. Well, before we get onto that, yes, let's recap. Yes, so tell me your highs and lows. Of your recent I weeks. like how we don't call them runners highs and runners lows anymore. Just well, I decided just to admit the runners. Yeah. Um, well, it could be fitness related. Always fitness related. Actually. So I guess the high is that I've actually started doing exercise again. Um, even ran this morning. So we ran park run together this morning. Which we was did. Well, I say fun. Mm. It was in a really nice field though. Countryside. Yes. Can we call Slough the countryside? <laughs> yeah, apparently it's Slough. Mm. I think it just feels like countryside because it wasn't in London. The run was mm. actually not fun at all. I It was quite painful. But yeah, we did it. I felt good after. But you're so. running again, injury-free. Yeah. Kind of injury-free, yeah. Those are high. Yeah. That's a good high. Back at One Rebel as well this week, which was oh, nice. yeah. Did some running on a treadmill there. So, yeah. Trying to work off all of the food I ate in New York. <laughs> now, New York. What fitness things did you do in New York? I did one fitness thing in New York, which was go to a Barry's boot camp class. They're pretty infamous there, I think. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. We It was uh, legs and butt day. So it was <laughs> um, lots of squats and lots of deadlifts and lots of stepping up on a step. Oh, killer. Yeah, we felt that for a couple of days afterwards. <laughs> good, slightly virtuous part of the week to offset all of the fried chicken I ate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the food in New York is amazing. You have to take advantage of that. Yeah, it was kind of like the, the main thing that we based all of our other activities around was like let's go near this restaurant let's go near this donut <laughs> shop good donuts low what will i be i'm just really tired still from it bit of jet lag I th- it's not been as bad as i thought it would be i managed to kind of stay up and stay battle through it i think that's what you've my... got to do you have to like pretend I but think. yeah sleep is kind of quite elusive at the moment yes. haven't really helped have we were just been going out and chatting yeah <laughs> staying up all night staying up chatting what about you? 
I think my... Oh, my eye probably was a bit of this morning's park run because while it was not very enjoyable during the run itself, the scenery was very nice and I really liked it being in (laughs) Slough. (laughs) Yeah, it was good views of Windsor Castle, though. Yes, there was a good view of Windsor Castle. And it was very nice to do it with you guys. We had a really nice, like, girly catch-up today. My low. Hmm. Well... Last I think weekend. I can guess what it is. Last weekend. It shouldn't have been a low. It could have been a good one. It could have been a good one, but... It, interestingly, following our last episode, when we talked so much about mind over matter and how much, you know, could you think yourself into faster, you can definitely think yourself into slower. <laughs> so Hackney Half was, was to pre- predicted to be very hot, and I was getting a bit nervy about it being really hot, and I was feeling a bit stressed about that anyway. And then... I just didn't want to do it and I've never felt so reluctant to do a race and that like I stood at that start line and was like I don't even want to do it now like I really just didn't get excited at all so didn't really set me off on the best start and then I did spend the whole race just talking myself into it and I really was yeah I was like many a time like should I just stop and then, but then you know you get quite far along. Well, it was like five miles in. Like I thought, well, if I stop now, I'm like in the middle of Hackney. And then I realised I didn't actually have any bank card on me. I didn't have any. Normally, I like put my like a bit of cash or something in my pocket. Didn't even have that. Yeah, so it's not like you could have jumped on a bus or something. No, so it was going to be like it was either like run slash walk on the course or run slash walk on the pavement. So I was like, <laughs> I like, oh, genuinely thought to myself, I crossed through like through halfway, and I thought. Well, if I'm going to walk, like, on the side, I might as well just stay on the course. So I pretty much spent the seven miles run walking. But, yeah, not not one of my strongest moments. I'm really pleased I saw you. Yeah, so I didn't do Hackney, even though I had a place because of general not training. Which, although I think if... Even if I'd trained for that race, if I woke up, I wouldn't have done it. I, I genuinely... I hate running in the heat anyway. It was 27 degrees. It was so hot. I would have woken up and been like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, and I think that's the sensible thing to do. I felt terrible all week, and I think that's because of the race. Well, yeah, it would have a massive impact, though, wouldn't it? Because it was really hot, and then you're really dehydrated, and it's just really tiring. Hot and tired, and all I did was stand (laughs) on the side of the road. Yeah, you still came and cheered, though. Cheered good. Yeah, great weather for cheering, I have to say. (laughs) Good tanning. It's definitely got a really nice atmosphere, that race. There's Mm. a lot of people that come out on the street quite a lot of drums and you know like people we play music and there were yeah. loads of people with their hoses I was running through like you know like someone in their front garden yeah which just had their hose people. out yeah oh, yeah that's really nice you could just like run over and she'd spray you down I had my shop blocks in my back pocket and I pulled them out and they fell on the floor mm. and luckily there were so many people giving out jelly babies that I just like had jelly babies on the route so kind of like I feel like it was a really positive race from that point of view maybe yeah. the weather helps that but I think from a runner's point of view Oh yeah, definitely helps spectators. They're like, oh yeah, let's sit in our garden and watch yeah, the people nice. past. But yeah, the runners, we all, I think everybody just looked a bit mashed. Every like, I saw so many people having a really bad time. You know, medical attention. Really? Yeah, they were just a bit like, I think they need to move the date. <laughs> it just Wait, gets it got really moved hot. once already, didn't it? Because it used to be yeah, in June and then yeah. it got moved to May for this Which reason. Which again, like you wouldn't have thought it would be that hot no. at the beginning of May. Well, because now it's got it's freezing a, cold again. It's like a freak weekend it every is. year. It is. But apparently, towards the, by the end of the race, like after about two and a half hours, anyone that was still on the course, the 
um, race organisers were telling people that they weren't allowed to try and run anymore. They had to walk it in. Really? Because it would be too hot and they'd be yeah. out in the sun too long. Yeah, they'd been out too long now. Well, I did. I did. Themselves. I, I was thinking, I was thinking like, this is just sunstroke territory, isn't it? Two hours in direct sunlight. That's exactly why I wouldn't do it because I get sunstroke really easily. So I just wouldn't want to risk it. No, I mean, and of course that makes mentally you're just all I was thinking about the whole time was like, this is a stupid idea. Why am I doing this? But I would say that for, you know, the race organisers were certainly exactly doing things like that. They, yeah, I suppose they had the advantage of knowing, like, in the lead up to the race, there was so much, uh, you know, yeah, the was, weather was, was very well clearly forecast. forecasted yeah. that they did go really prepared. There was loads of water, loads of, they had a lot of shower stations, more, more than any race I've been to in the past. So it did feel like they were as prepared for the runners that they could be. But, poof, tough. It's yeah. the end of that feeling. However, what is really nice in the sunshine, I've been cycling. Yes. And I actually have been cycling more than week once weekly, which was my aim. Yeah. In fact, no, it was once monthly. Once monthly? Yeah, because I think yeah, I was starting one. small. Yeah. You definitely went for the realistic aim. Then, yeah, yeah, I went safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been going like a couple of times a week cycling to work and yeah. particularly the end of this week, the weather, like, Cool. You, I understand why people like cycling in the summer now. <laughs> it's really, really nice not to have to like put on all of your clothes. I did think the other day when it was really warm, I was like, "This is what through winter like you battle is through winter. For. Yeah, this is what yeah, you're waiting for. You got to. You have to do the winter to appreciate the summer. Definitely. Maybe. So nice. Yeah, it's such a good thing. Although you now have the kind of awkward. It's really easy to put on too many clothes while cycling, yes. and then you get really sweaty. Especially if you've got a rucksack and then you get really sweaty back. Which you just don't have the problem of when it's cold. It's true. I've definitely been experiencing like wearing too many layers. Also getting caught out in that crazy summer shower, spring shower rain. Oh yeah, I got absolutely soaked the other day. Yeah, I've definitely done that too. So there's oh, some yeah, learning so curves to after, be had. After Hackney weekend when it was really hot, I was like, yes, it's summer now. So the next day, or like the next few days I went to work with like bare legs, tiny little jacket. I was like, yeah, it's summer. And then, yeah, one day... I had to cycle home in basically just a dress and it was absolutely pissing it down. Bleak. Bleak. Very bleak. Bleak. So what's next in your uh, your running calendar? Oh yes, yeah, so I was just mentioned going to Gothenburg in Sweden on Friday for Yay. the Gothenburg Half Marathon. This is the biggest. It's the a very biggest half marathon one. in the world. Which is how many people do we think? 65,000 people. Wow. Um, I'm in the 23rd start wave. <laughs> so the race starts at one and my wave is at quarter to four in the afternoon on a saturday so it's all very weird why is not used to running on a saturday in the afternoon why is like four o'clock the right time i don't know it's weird seems very interesting um that's an interesting one let me have a look at what the temperature is going to be oh rain good (laughs) oh no it's gonna rain all weekend oh no 16 degrees and rainy okay good so that'll be fun (laughs) <laughs> oh, so after we've just complained about running in hot conditions, yeah. now it's time I'd to run in the cold. Yes, I haven't, I've run like four times in the last two and a half months, so this is going to be interesting. But you're running with a friend? Mm-hmm, yes. Running with Gosha, who's been on the podcast before, and we're just going to see how it goes. If I have to walk in the rain, I have to walk in the rain. But the atmosphere of it will be really fun. Yeah. I know I'm probably not doing the most sensible thing by insisting that I'm going to try and run it, but we're going specifically for this race. I'm not going to go back and do this race another time. It's mm. not somewhere where I'm going to go often. Mm. I'm probably not going to go back to Gothenburg again, so I feel like I ought to just 
get it done. I really want the medal. Is it a good medal? I don't know, but I just want it. <laughs> I want a medal. Yeah, bring it home and show it to us. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see oh, how that man. goes. We've got two hours to get to 13k so I don't get picked up by the sweeper, so... Two hours to get to 13k, so half... Oh, you're definitely going to get to the halfway point within two hours. <laughs> you could do the whole race in two hours. You will do the whole race in two hours. Yeah. Mm, no, but... Ish. Yes. Ish. Ish. Hopefully less than four. Yes, I'm hoping for less than four. More <laughs> for the point of being out in the rain for four hours doesn't sound that nice. <laughs> What's next for you? I don't have any races booked in at the moment. That's me. That's my races planned for now. There's... You have oh. yours. You, even your September, October is... I've also now just booked two more half marathons in one in September one in October you've gone from no races to all the races oh yeah I'm just a sucker for going all for, going away for races um, so I've in the last week booked Stockholm half in September and Amsterdam half in October I mean, neither of which I've done before great destinations yeah that's why running tourism is great so I am very tempted to join you for one of those potentially the Amsterdam one but I need to that's more of a finances related thing than a running related thing <laughs> I've had this sub two goal for quite some time, which was supposed to be happening at Gothenburg, which obviously now isn't because oh. my foot's been hurting. So now I'm giving my team myself two more opportunities in the autumn to do it, which I'm going to say now is probably not going to happen because I'm really bad at training through the summer. So to get you up early, this is a rolling, rolling goal. 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 Like you got your rebel. The one rebel stuff is going to help. I'm really good at getting up and going to classes in the morning. I'm rubbish at going for a run before work. Do a class that involves a bit of running in the morning. Yeah, so I'm thinking like going into one with treadmill stuff in it. Yeah, is helpful. Is a good way to do it. So I think I just need to make training a bit more of a habit again because I've had a few weeks of not really doing anything. So I've kind of got out of the routine. It's all about routine. All about habits. That's how I ended up doing cycling. Yeah, Yay. have to make it a habit. Um, so we actually read a really interesting article the other yeah. day about habits. So we're both almost at 30 mm. not quite okay almost at 29 which is bad enough looming 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 very fast um <laughs> and there was mine a, sooner than <laughs> and there was an article the other day about habits to break before you're 30 29 habits to yeah. break before you're 30 and i have to say i related to quite a lot of them yeah because when i started to read it we featured it in our internet reads actually and i thought when i read the headline that it was going to be full of kind of like trashy like silly things yeah like it would be a joke article mm. and actually all of it i was like oh yeah yeah i do oh yeah i'll do that my one the first one was like spending money on cheap clothes which i definitely am really bad for because i'm not very good at committing a lot of money in one go mm. i'm very volume based on the clothes yeah it's hard to buy just one thing for a lot of money when you think oh, i could get five tops for this much yeah, money yeah i still crave variety but yeah the variety thing is interesting as well but i not very good at doing this myself but i'm a big believer in less but better quality yeah I'm tr- i try really hard but then i fall into h&m and then it all goes awry that's kind of what happens to me also like i remember talking to someone about this and they were talking about things like was talking about how you should have like your own work uniform mm. if you had your kind of self-capture wardrobe you'd invest in certain pieces because that would be like your that's what you are and that's you know kind of like the quality you'd then be having the better quality clothes and you'd have less of them 
but because probably I haven't really ever quite figured out what that is. I've just bought volume for right. That means I can change my mood depending yeah, on what I, I feel. Yeah, I think I have too many different like styles to yeah. have that limited kind of uniform thing. Yeah. Like this week, I've gone to work in a really really smart tailored dress, and the next day I went to work in uh, like jeans and a t-shirt. So completely like different looks. I couldn't be the same every no. day. No. One of my things that is linked to this about, you know, stop spending money on cheap clothes, like stop like buying twice all the time, trying to dress more, I don't know, not smartly at work, but to feel like that you, you're wearing an outfit <laughs> rather mm. than, because mine typically can be a bit, I can be very lazy in the clothes I wear and very like, particularly if I've ran in or something, it's like what fits in my backpack and doesn't crease. Yeah. Really. And I think in order for me to be taken a bit more seriously, I should dress a bit more appropriately. <laughs> but not in like, a, not well, no, that's not true. Not, not in like not appropriately. A, yeah, not like, oh yeah, I'm going to rock out a power dress. As in, I think, uh, like dress with taste and dress with style. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I really can't be bothered, like the jeans and a t-shirt day. And I don't feel like that's the day I'm going to have my most powerful conversations with people. Yeah, that's my, like, leave me at my desk Yeah, I'm just going to do some work on my own in the corner day. (laughs) Um, So the top one for me, which I just cannot seem to ever crack, is not being late for things. (laughs) I know worse people. Yeah, so I, I think this is actually more annoying because I'm never really, really late for things. I'm probably between 10 and 20 minutes late for everything. Just... Ooh, 20 minutes is a lot. 20 minutes is like the top end of my lateness. Like that happens very rarely. Yeah, Usually it's about someone's... 10 minutes. And it's purely because I just haven't quite left enough time if I have to wait five minutes for a tube instead of one. Yeah. You Whereas... know, I build in absolutely no buffer. So if City Mapper says it's going to take 32 minutes to get somewhere, I will leave 30 minutes. <laughs> Whereas I leave like 35. Yeah. But then I'm also terminally early and that's really annoying. Well, this is the thing that stops me is because I, I try and be better at it and then I'm early for a bit and then I'm like, this is why I'm never early for things because you waste so much time hanging around waiting for other people. Yeah, because you realise that bit's really boring. But also, after almost missing my flight <sighs> last like, week... You know that brings like hives into my body. So I got to the airport really late and then my bag got shot off down the extra check oh, thing at security in a massive queue. 25 minutes till our plane was taking off I just cried I didn't know what else to do I just broke down at security I was like you need to help me I'm going to miss my plane maybe crying is the best option well I didn't do it deliberately I just was like this is horrible we're going to miss our flight as a near 30 year old woman my solution to nearly missing my flight is to cry on someone (laughs) (laughs) that probably should be Um, a list on here so yeah I kind of thought maybe instead of almost missing my flight I should just got there a bit earlier Maybe. I've only ever missed one plane, uh, not plane, train. I'm pretty good at not missing trains, but I'm always the person that's like sprinting through St Pancras mm. and then all like hot and sweaty when I finally get on the train. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. <laughs> and then I'm the person who's like sat and had a coffee for so long that I'm like bone bored already. I've, like, yeah, like this two hour journey has yeah, taken yeah. three hours. It makes me feel like sat on the train yeah. for so long. <laughs> so there's definitely a balance to be struck. What are the other ones on this? I quite like uh, surrounding that whole work thing Mm. mine is not being afraid to ask for a raise yes and well i have good knowledge now on techniques to do this so i actually asked for a pay rise a couple of months ago and got one which i'm not 
I feel really weird. I feel feel really weird admitting it. Like it's it should be a secret, but why should it be a secret? Because well, that's what one of the things on the list says. Don't be ashamed of your success. You were successful. And you I haven't. It. I hadn't admitted that to anyone I work with. So if they listen to this, they'll find out for the first time. But I, why should I? Um, yeah, I've got my money. Woohoo! <laughs> it depends yeah. how your company is and what tra- what how transparent your company is. Yeah, and it can be very uncomfortable because you can discover. I've been in a work environment in past places where I've discovered that pe- we are on all one wildly different yeah. salaries, and we can all and be doing the same. I job. think that's probably what makes it so uncomfortable. So I think the lesson here is: if you don't ask, you don't get. And I'm really no. bad at asking for things that I feel uncomfortable or I feel like I don't deserve. Or the rules say that it's actually this, so I'm not even going to bother asking. Yeah. I'm so. very law-abiding when it comes to. Oh yeah, anything. definitely. Me too. Even to the point where, like, if I'm in a tube station and it says "Don't go down those stairs," go down those stairs. I'm like, it says no entry on that one, so you've got to oh, go down yeah. that one. Well, but um, that's because I'm very much. Everyone should just do what they're supposed to, and then every then it all works better for everyone, which is probably some kind of very high moral. <laughs> I love this is what I don't like about this, like you know, break all these habits. It's like, oh man, I've got to address a lot of things yeah, that are like embedded deep, into my yeah. psyche and or near on things of not daring to ask for whatever it might be, which probably means you know, I'm sure we'll look back on this and ask for everything we want. <laughs> You've got your race, so it's proved that it's successful. So we should apply these things in our lives. Yeah, some days you just don't really feel like doing that. No. So my next one was actually doing grocery shopping. <laughs> I feel like this is naughty of you. You're so like into your cycling, into your health, like good health, lots of fitness. And yet, how often are you eating out if this means you're not buying groceries? Yeah, quite often. Admittedly, I've been away a bit recently, but I can't remember the last time I did a food shop. Like a proper one. Hmm. there's never any food in my fridge probably for at least three months there's not been any food in my fridge other than maybe a pack of butter and a block of cheese (laughs) ready to snack on yep i just i feel like that's one of the key things that makes me feel like i've got my shit together having like food in your fridge i must say mine's like food prep you know like if if i do my lunches for a week Mm. i feel very organized for me it's dinner so i i have made the conscious decision to always eat breakfast and lunch at my office because my canteen's quite cheap. So I've kind of budgeted for the fact that mm, I have a certain amount of way. a day and that's probably, for me, the most cost-effective way of doing it. But dinners, I'm really bad at, oh, I don't know, going to Spanish class and getting home at nine o'clock and being like, oh, I've got no food. Whereas this week, I actually did have, a, like, every night I came home and had stuff ready to eat straight away. Oh, and that's yeah. how I like being. And that makes a difference, So you don't it? end up eating, like... Yeah, you don't crumpets for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know when you look back and you're like, that day I ate porridge for dinner, and you're like, this is a dark time. Yeah, crumpets is not. I'm all dinner. for Brett. You know, I all like a brinner, but I think a brinner. <laughs> a brinner is great, but I've, I think it needs to involve. Protein. I actually did have brinner the other day. I had like scrambled egg, avo, mushrooms. Yeah, that's great. That's fine. That's nutritious. That's balanced. But a uh, crumpet. Yeah, not porridge. So porridge is not. It's also weird. It was too strange. I didn't deal with it very well. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really confused. We've spoken before about eating the right oh, food yeah. at the right time. Actually, <laughs> we need to live by our rules. Yeah. Oh man. Go on. Give me one more. My my last one is the the one that it finishes with, and I think it's like a you have to stop waiting for real life to start. That just makes me feel a bit freaked out because I know I'm such a sucker for like oh well you know when I'm a grown up. I'll do this. Like the clothes thing. Yeah. But where's the... It's scary because what what's the only thing that's preventing you making any changes is ourselves. It's like it's our own not wanting to spend £50 on a well, t-shirt. Yes, yes. And maybe that's the ideal signaler of grown-upness, is it? But 
that waiting for real life to start like stop thinking oh I'll do that when I can do this is a really hard obstacle to overcome Mm. I think the reality that I know I know and the next decade is going to be as exciting as the last one but I don't know you're just very aware that your 20s are coming to a last 10 years (laughs) and very formative (laughs) one yeah makes me depressed what that you're not going to be in your 20s anymore Mm, not that like as in the like that the last decade has passed I think yeah and I've had a really good time (laughs) but I'm like oh my god like when I was younger you know people who you knew were 30 were oh yeah they're like proper grown-ups you know they had the shit together (laughs) <laughs> your face is like panicked <gasps> yeah that was a face for radio <laughs> um, yeah but, I mean there were 29 I probably could have gone through all of them to be fair yeah um, mine's just one, mine's number nine staying with a partner who makes you feel anything less than awesome and I think this is such a stupid like teenage thing to do and I do it all the time <laughs> I say this phrase all the time actually we know it's not always sunshine and rainbows hmm <laughs> life it's not sunshine and rainbows but overall your partner <laughs> should make you feel happy secure beautiful and loved and yeah there's been people that don't do that and i keep chasing around after them like a idiot so like a teen like a teen yeah like a so, teen on heat <laughs> <laughs> so that's not even like be a 30 year old that's just don't be a teenager <laughs> but i think that's true not just of um things in love as well it can be in just life in general mm. like people yeah, they talk quite a lot, don't they? About like we've talked about it with our with the experiences with friends, and how much you should just be like embrace the people who make you feel awesome and support you. Oh yeah, I think there's something about there actually about don't flake out on friendships, but equally if it's a like rubbish friendship or relationship or whatever, then you just move yeah, on. it's fine to just let it go. Good, good idea. I actually read that book called Busy. Which all talks about, it talks about, you know, we've talked about it before, like the chronic feeling of being busy and blaming it all of the time. And he did, I'm not sure this is a theory, I haven't quite worked it out, but he reckons your capacity for knowing people is 150 people and you can only manage relationships with 15 people. Okay. That kind of like, that's your kind of max At number. a decent level. Yeah, that makes you feel connected and valued and da da da. Um, and I thought that was an interesting... Like, I haven't quite thought through whether I think that's a, a true thing or not. Mm. But I do think it's true that sometimes I can feel either that I spread myself too thinly mm. or I'm too concentrated. So maybe that, that that measurement of a number is a good way of steering. Yeah. But then it's, like, weird because then you kind of have to be, like... Is there, like, a weird line where you're, like, well, you're number 16, so, so yeah. you're out? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that feels like quite a good number, actually. Yeah, when I guess you, that includes everyone like family. Yeah, um, he did reference. Or that kind he of referenced like yeah, it's about like the whole touch point of your life. Mm. And yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting concept. Yes, have we got anything else to talk about this week? I don't think we have. No. Cool. Well, if you like the sound, well, we'll tweet the link to that article mm. again. We also included it in our newsletter. So for more interesting internet reads, subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah, which you can find on our website, which is oftrpodcast.wordpress.com and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and a little bit of Facebook. Not it's not on the Snapchat yet. Oh yeah. Well, I just follow Lizzie on Snapchat. It sounds like a lot of stuff goes down. <laughs> it does. <laughs> can, okay, this is not a chat for now. I wanted to ask you some intricacies of Snapchat. Okay. Uh, like, 
so could anyone see retrospectively no. what you've posted? That's it. It just disappears. Just, just for 24 hours if you do a story. That is the concept of Snapchat. But the thing I'm really enjoying about Snapchat at the moment is that I am living a social life vicariously through my younger colleagues. <laughs> because basically what people do is they get drunk and then they Snapchat their whole evening. So and like, you watch them We're get... in this bar, we're in this bar, we're in this bar. Uh-huh. We're dancing, we're dancing, we're dancing, we're dancing, we're having a shot, we're falling asleep. <laughs> Here's me on the bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, that actually what happened the other morning, I woke up and managed to see the whole of the previous night in like short video form and I was like oh yay now I don't need to you know be out having a hangover (laughs) um I actually think one of those habits is don't live through social media (laughs) vicariously so uh interesting okay so I should be going out and getting drunk drunk. (laughs) but then one of them was also don't get too drunk oh my god this is so confusing (laughs) so many rules so many rules well that's it for this week the only rule is follow us on twitter and instagram yeah and subscribe and subscribe to the newsletter and leave us a nice feedback i hope you're enjoying the podcast please hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. See you soon.